Today we begin a new sermon series. Over the next six weeks, we'll be looking at Jesus' call for us to remain in Him as found in selected verses from the Gospel of John chapter 15. This morning we open with the theme, Disconnected. We will explore how we can often find ourselves disconnected from the vine as we study Jesus' words to remain in me as I also remain in you. This notion, remain in me as I also remain in you, has many implications in our lives. I'd like to share a personal association with you this morning. In 1991, filmmaker Ron Howard... Some of you may recognize that name. Ron was also known as Opie Taylor from The Andy Griffith Show. Ron directed an action-packed movie called Backdraft. The movie is relatively realistic and not at all like the TV drama Chicago Fire that some of you may be watching here recently. Without giving away too much of the plot, it's a story of the interactions of firefighters assigned to Chicago Fire Department Engine 17 and the Fire Department's Arson Investigation Unit as they work to solve a series of arson-related murders in the city. But more importantly, it's a story of connection in the fire service. Throughout the movie, we hear Captain Stephen McCaffrey remind his crew, you go, we go. It's important to note that these words were just as reassuring to the new rookie firefighters as they were to the seasoned veterans when spoken by their leader, Captain McCaffrey. You go, we go. In the fire service, that means we are all connected in all that we do. We go into the burning building together, and when it's time, we come out of the building all together. No one is ever left behind. As a firefighter, you're never in this alone. Fear not, we're all in this together. There is no other option. You go, we go. If you fail, we all fail. If you succeed, we all succeed. There is both sacrifice and celebration. In other words, if you're in charge of your crew... What you're saying is, you remain with me and I will also remain together with you. In my 40 years in the fire service, no truer words have ever been spoken. You go, we go. The implication here is that together we are one with each other. Together we look out for one another. Together we get through the challenges of life the daily grind, as well as the calamities of the job. You go, we go. We live by that mantra because without it, we might not survive the next shift. We know not to go it alone, for to go it alone means that we are cut off from our life source, from that connection that can save us from a fiery death. We know not to trust in our own strength, but rather to rely on the strength of the connection we have with one another. You see, to be disconnected is simply unacceptable. I wonder if Jesus was saying something along those same lines to all of us. To be disconnected is simply unacceptable. That's how I interpret 
his message in our passage from John 15 this morning. Jesus is talking about being the vine, and we are the branches. He tells us, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. So if the branches, that's you and me, are to bear fruit, that is, if we are to live fulfilling lives in Christ, we must be connected to the vine, to Jesus. But what exactly does it mean to be connected? And what are the consequences if we find ourselves somehow disconnected from the vine, disconnected from Jesus? If we review our first scripture reading from this morning, perhaps we can uncover some examples of connection and disconnection. In the story from the Gospel of Luke, we meet Martha and Mary as they welcome Jesus into their home for a visit. I imagine that Martha was being the respectable and responsible host, busy tidying up the place, preparing some food for her guest, in essence, being faithful to her traditional role of hospitality. Of course, Martha would have expected some help from her sister Mary. But where was Mary to be found? She certainly was not helping her sister in the kitchen. In fact, we read that Mary was sitting at the Lord's feet, listening intently to what Jesus had to say. Mary had positioned herself as a disciple rather than a hostess. In other words, she was taking it all in, soaking up every word that Jesus was saying and paying no mind whatsoever to the needs of Martha. Now, one might question why Mary chose not to help her sister or why Martha did not recognize the significance of their visitor and dispense with all the formalities in order to listen to what Jesus had to say. Luke so noted, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Now, it wasn't that Martha was doing anything wrong. She was, in fact, fulfilling her cultural and contextual responsibilities to be a good host. She was, however, distracted, as Luke writes. One might say she was disconnected. Perhaps she was disconnected from the reality of this interaction with her Lord. She does recognize Him as such when, when she calls out to Him, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Somehow, she did not make the connection of just how valuable a conversation with Jesus would have been. Or perhaps she was simply too focused on herself. Listen to her words once again. My sister has left me to do the work by myself. Note the use of the pronouns, me and myself. She was clearly focused on herself. Certainly, this invites the question, how often are we focused more on ourselves than we are on Jesus? I believe that we might all find some agreement that when we are focused on something other than Jesus, we are disconnected. In this example of the two sisters, we see that Martha was clearly distracted by her sense of responsibility, unavailable to allocate time to be with Jesus. And conversely, Mary was keenly attentive to Jesus. She sat at his feet, glued to every word he uttered. 
Martha was disconnected, while Mary was connected. But that's not the end of our story. Martha pleads with Jesus, tell her to help me. We note that Jesus does not direct Mary to help her sister, thereby affirming the importance of Mary's connection to Jesus. Nor does Jesus rebuke Martha for being distracted and disconnected. He simply brings this disconnect to her attention when he answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. Jesus gently conveys a message to Martha, much like he caringly offers encouragement to his disciples in the parable of the vine and the branches from the Gospel of John. This message of encouragement is pure. Jesus does not want us to be disconnected. Yet, as we see specifically in John's text, remaining connected comes at a cost. In this passage from John, Jesus makes it clear that he is the vine and that God, his Father, is the gardener. Jesus then states that God removes every branch in him that bears no fruit. Those branches which don't add to the well-being of the vine, or even more importantly, those branches which detract from the wellness of the vine must be cleared away. This process of clearing, cleaning of the branches of any plant life may appear to be initially damaging to the health and beauty of said plant. But when rendered with care and understanding, the trimming back is essential to the vitality of the plant and often improves its growth and future sustainability. This does not mean to imply that God is some evil gardener in removing those of us from Christ that are unhealthy and unproductive. God simply removes that which is not of the vine to make room for that which is fruitful to grow and prosper. But there's more. Jesus explains every branch that does bear fruit, God prunes. Even those branches which are fruitful and productive must be periodically pruned. There must be some sacrifice and pain for long-term development to occur. In other words, to be in Christ is no easy task. There will be hardship and suffering. At the risk of repeating myself, let me restate the obvious. Remaining connected comes at a cost. The branches that remain connected to the vine will all eventually be pruned. At some point in our lives, we will all experience adversity and misery. Now for the good news. Let's listen to all of Jesus' words in that verse. Every branch that does bear fruit, God prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. The sacrifices we make, the hardships we endure when we are connected to Christ will ultimately make us more fruitful. Connection yields salvation. Oh, and there's more. Jesus offers these encouraging words to his disciples. 
You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. He knew that his disciples would be in need of reassurance following his death, just as we need reassurance now. We are all disciples, are we not? As such, we too have been immersed in the word of the risen Lord, and we are already cleaned. We will not be removed from the vine, but we need to remain as part of the vine. We need to persevere through the pruning, embracing the sacrifices we are called to make, and overcoming the hardships we must endure to be connected to Christ Jesus. To be disconnected is simply unacceptable. So now comes our command to stay connected. Jesus exclaims, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. How is it then that we can stay connected? I came across this verse in a paraphrased translation by Eugene Peterson called The Message. Many of you are probably familiar with the message and how Peterson's words often find their way to the heart of the matter. Consider with me how his take on this verse might answer our question on remaining connected. Now this is from the message. Jesus says, Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch cannot bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined to me. Can you feel the passion and intimacy in Peterson's translation? It's not just remain in me, but rather it's the welcoming inviting, emphatic, live in me. It's not simply, hey, let's go hang out together, but rather, beloved, bring all your stuff and come on in and live your life with me. In fact, Peterson writes just that. Jesus says, make your home in me. And that is followed by the ever reassuring, just as I do in you. Jesus calls us to make our home in Him just as He does in us. Jesus goes on to explain using this metaphor to describe the substance of life-giving connection that a branch cannot fulfill its purpose on its own. That essentially the branch cannot survive without being connected to the vine. It's a powerful message of hope and trust. Reassurance comes from the connection. It's almost like I can hear Jesus saying to me, you go, we go. It's truly a matter of life and death. Yet we find that even firefighters sometimes fail to follow their own rules. Now it's not that they leave one another behind in a burning building, but rather they fall victim to the temptation to go it alone. Perhaps we all struggle with that concept of trying to control our own destiny. We live in a world where society promotes independence in thought as opposed 
to dependence in Christ. Biblical scholar Nancy Blakely writes, it becomes very easy to think that it is all up to us and our own resources as we try to solve our problems and meet our challenges. Friends, I humbly submit to you that Blakely's quote fits me like a warm winter coat. When we're living on our own, in our own little world, we are in essence cut off from the vine, disconnected from our life source. It's easy to be disconnected, isn't it? We all live busy lives. We all have responsibilities. We all may even find ourselves overwhelmed on occasion. There often isn't enough time in the day to get everything done, is there? And to be honest with you, there are days when I wonder where I can find the time to spend even a few minutes with God. So let's not be like Martha. Let's not be disconnected. Let's not tend to our daily responsibilities only to overlook the need to remain connected to Jesus. You see, to be disconnected is simply unacceptable. It's not enough, though, for me to merely state the obvious to you that being disconnected is simply unacceptable. It's not enough for me to offer you quotes like, you go, we go, or to share the words from Jesus, remain in me as also I remain in you. It's not enough for me to say these things if I'm not willing to live them out myself. If I'm not willing to make my home in Christ. And for each of us, how we choose to remain in Jesus will most assuredly be different. But one thing is always constant. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. For us to live out our God-given purpose, our God-given call in life, we must remain connected to Jesus. May it be so this day and forevermore. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.